Hello everyone, it's Dr. Sam. I'd like to welcome you to my iClarity podcast. This is a show that offers cutting edge information on how to improve your vision and overall wellness through holistic methods. I so appreciate you spending part of your day with me. If you have questions, you can send them to hello at drsamburn.com. Now to the latest iClarity episode. First of all, with polarized lenses for sunglasses, I don't recommend those because it's actually more strain in getting both eyes to work together because in the polarized lens, the right eye sees one lens and the left eye sees uh, slightly differently in the left lens. So it requires your two eyes to work together. That sometimes creates some stress. Instead, I would just get a dark neutral brown or neutral gray tint. Those are the two best tints and just get it dark. Um, that would be better for you than trying to get the polarization on it. All right, I wanna take a question from Linda who's asking about epiretinal membrane disorder, which is better known as macular pucker. And this is affecting, uh, has been affecting her. She's things due to a head injury five years ago and she's still experiencing wavy vision and RI migraines. So I don't know have any more history than that, Linda, but if you were my patient, um, I would be having you get regular craniosacral work, um, acupuncture, with the migraines, I would really take a look at your trace mineral levels, especially magnesium. I would start with that. But I would also, um, you know, do some kind of either a blood panel or urine or hair, hair mineral analysis and just find out the state of your biochemistry, your trace minerals, your, your dietary absorption, because there's an underlying inflammatory situation going on there. And to be able to pinpoint that on a gut level and remedy that, I think would be really helpful. It could be more probiotics. It could be doing some kind of a fasting situation. It could be doing some kind of a liver cleanse. But with the migraines, it's a combination of the trauma from the head trauma and also are your two eyes working together or not? And if they're not working together, this can also trigger some migraines. In terms of the waviness, I think the, where I would start with that is that in the, the vitreous of the eye, which is the gel sac that sits in front of the retina, part of the attachment of the vitreous is to the macula. And the vitreous is probably pulling on the macula at some level. And so my advice would be to start some MSM eye drops to um, add maybe, make sure you're getting all those great antioxidants that I talked about today 
and also um, my physical vision therapy exercises for macular health would actually be for the macular degeneration. And those exercises really help stimulate the peripheral vision. And so it takes the pressure off the macula having to do all the work. So whether you have macular pucker, macular hole, or macular degeneration, the idea is you have to engage more of your eyeball so that you're not just relying on the macula and then seeing if you can get the vitreous to stop pulling on the macula because that's what's creating the the macula, macular pucker and you know maybe some bone broth some collagen type stuff but clearly there's a imbalance going on between the vitreous and the the retina macula interface and that's creating uh, a lot of these issues so there's levels and layers to this linda and you're probably going to need to you know navigate your way through this by working on the biochemistry some working on the structural integration and the trauma release some and then working on the um, the visual skills of how the two eyes work together so it is a process there is no answer all right so let's go to melissa melissa is asking a question my mother is currently getting shots for macular degeneration so this is for the wet macular degeneration can she complete the exercises on your website and continue the shots of course absolutely she is concerned about stopping the shots um, i think that you really need to be very proactive if you want to move off the injections for the wet amd i did a blog a written blog on my website on nine things that you can do to reverse wet macular degeneration and i'll include that um, um, that blog for you so that you can you can give that to her read it to her some other things to consider in wet amd would be dairy so completely going off dairy any pre-diabetic condition or glucose levels that are moderate or high that's going to be risk factors Exposure to mold is another reason why we develop wet AMD. Um, inflammatory disease in the gut. So those are some things that I would consider. I really like acupuncture for wet macular degeneration because acupuncture really works on the, the meridians that go to the eyes. And I think that if you can use um, some kind of Eastern philosophy, energetic opening, she might be able to get some real benefit from it. So Donna is asking a question. In my 30s, the ophthalmologist did radiokeratotomy on my right eye and um, on my right eye over seven different times. Could this influence my having problems today in the early 70s? Well, I did a post recently on how multiple eye surgeries begin to affect our eye circulation and our oxygenation and hydration. So getting that many procedures has created scar tissue 
And it's also um, probably created some trauma. And, you know, whenever you're doing any kind of refractive surgery, whether it's radial keratotomy or LASIK surgery, the prescription that's still in the brain and the mind is different than the prescription that's in the eyeball where the surgery changed that. And usually the prescription in the mind and the brain is much stronger. So there's this push-pull that's going on all the time. And this is where the vision therapy exercises can be very, very helpful um, in being able to um, at least neutralize some of the, um, the ill effects. Now, I just typed in an enzyme called serapeptase, S-E-R-A-P-E-P-T-A-S-E. If you have had surgery on your eyes, this particular digestive enzyme can work um, much in a great way being able to dissolve scar tissue in the eye. And so if you've had multiple eye surgeries, I would consider supplementing with serapeptase. I don't have a, a source, but you can look for something, a high quality company. That would be something that I, um, I would recommend. Okay. So, Maggie, yes, so we, we will be able to get you the chat sec, sec, uh, session. If you want to do some remote sessions with me, you can go to, you can email Monica appointments at drsamburn.com. And Barbara is asking, hi, Barbara, good to see you. I hope you're well. What does it mean to have increased ocular pressure in one eye? It means that there is an impediment in the circulation in the eye, and this is kind of a precursor for the possibility of developing glaucoma. Uh, I know you've been around the block, Barbara, so the key is really um, lymphatic health and um, you know, how can you bring more circulation to the eye to bring it down? You know, the rebounder, just to, not that you would do this, but the rebounder, 10 minutes of jumping on it can bring your eye pressure down. There's actually research that has shown that. Craniosacral can bring the eye pressure down. The coleus can bring the eye pressure down. And so with your background and what you know about it, um, I would see if you could do some things to regulate the, the blood flow and the cerebral spinal fluid flow, aqueous flow in the eye where you're having a little higher pressure. And just because the pressure is a little high, that doesn't mean you have glaucoma. There are people with higher pressure that don't have glaucoma. So you want to make sure your peripheral vision is working well. But if you do that, then um, I think you have a great chance with your with your knowledge and experience and wisdom to be able to, to neutralize that. All right, so Heidi is asking about uh, retinal health as opposed to detached retinal procedures. Well, 50% of the retina is made up of fatty acids. I'm gonna say that again. 50% of the retina is made up of fatty acids. 
Now, I know we've got some people in the audience who are vegan, who are vegetarian. That's okay. You know, if you don't eat animal products or you don't want to do, um, you know, uh, an omega-3 fish oil, there are ways that you can get omega-3 into your body. Chia seeds are a really good way. Walnuts and, and um, other nuts and seeds. Flax to some degree also, but not the same concentration. But you just have to make sure you're getting a lot of healthy fats and oils into your body. And at the same time, hydrating your eyes with, you can either use optique, homeopathic, simoliacin, uh, <clears throat> homeopathic, and MSM eye drops. <clears throat> so you want to keep the hydration good. And <clears throat> these particular mm, ingredients like ginkgo and bilberry, <clears throat> grapeseed extract, um, vitamin, make sure you're, you're beta carotene, you're absorbing that. Um, lutein, zeaxanthin and astaxanthin. Again, you can get these through the rainbow of, of uh, nutrients. Certainly a few fruits like the berry family is fine, but I would monitor how much fruit you're eating. Certainly you can have some, but you need to be aware of the sugar relationship in the retina. So you need to be proactive here. I think the eye exercises, the eye relaxation things are really helpful. Getting some natural sunlight every day. And these are steps that you take to reduce the, uh, the tendency towards a weakness in the retina. If you've got nearsightedness, you want to keep reducing your myopia because high myopia, moderate to high myopia, is another risk factor for retina problems. All right, I want to take a question from Nancy from Hawaii. <clears throat> She's been using my products for a few years, was recently diagnosed with a hole in the macula of the left eye. My right eye has no abnormality. You were born nearsighted, but since cataract surgery with one long and one short, you're doing well with it. You read a little bit about this condition, wondering it's okay to use MSM drops <clears throat> and my eye formula support. So yes, it's very positive to use the MSM drops and you wanna make sure with cataract surgery, you're protecting your maculas <clears throat> against the blue light because the cataract lenses they're putting in your eyes do not have the blue light protection. <clears throat> and you're more susceptible to macular problems if <clears throat> you're not doing a blue blocking protector. So the, you're, you're considering astaxanthin, you're considering lutein, zeaxanthin, and some of these other retina nutrients that I've suggested. <clears throat> it's difficult with a macular hole. That's going to take some time because there is a physical kind of wearing down or deterioration in the macula. Remember, the macula makes up 1% of the real estate of the retina, and it's what's responsible for our detail vision, our color vision. And I would consider doing my eye exercises for macular degeneration 
to stimulate more of your peripheral vision. So you're not just relying on the macula to do everything. I'm not a big fan on the monovision, one eye short, one eye long. <clears throat> However, since that's what you have, um, again, you have to take a look at which eye has the macular hole based on is it the, the near eye, is it the far eye? And you know, just be careful that you're not overusing your eyes because that can wear the macula down. So those are some things I would consider. And the last thing I would say, and this is a little out there, but whenever you have a hole, a macular hole, a hole, you want to make sure you don't have an energy field hole. And in the etheric body, in the energy field, this is kind of a representation of our physical health. And if we have a hole in our field anywhere, there becomes a draining of energy. Just like with the macular hole, there's a draining of visual energy. So when you heal the energy hole, you heal the macular hole. How to do that? Find a Reiki person, find an energy healer, find an empath, somebody that can check you out and make sure you don't have any entities or holes in your energy field. If you heal the energy field, then you can heal the physical hole in the macula. All right. Uh, let's go to Rosemary. What about contact lenses that are prescribed for negative and positive eyes for, pro for progression? And when should we check our prescription? Well, um, I think first of all, you have to take a look at, is this setup working for you or are you having any symptoms? If it's working for you and you're not having symptoms, I would probably leave it alone. If you're having symptoms, then the best thing to do here would be to correct both eyes for distance. Maybe you could undercorrect your eyes a little bit for distance so you could still read with the contacts or at least, you know, if you're going to correct yourself for the contacts for distance, then you would use something less with a pair of glasses over the contacts. Now, in terms of checking prescriptions, I think part of it you can do on your own. You can download and print out a visual acuity chart. It's called a Snellen acuity chart. And so if you're um, working on vision improvement, you can just measure your eyesight and see if there's any change. If the lenses that you're wearing start to feel weird, tight, you know, something is not right with them, that would be a signal then to go get an, a new eye exam. But, um, you know, with this current setup, as long as you're doing pretty well with it, um, I think that, you know, you can, um, you know, you can improve it. Yes, if you have to go, go. Um, I want to stay here to the end. I want, I have a, two more questions, three more questions I'll take. So Davida is asking, one aspect I find most critical this time is to dissolve the cataract in my right eye. I also need to be creating more clarity on a physical, emotional level and being proactive with the eyes. So my suggestion, Davida, would definitely be to do this program that I showed you today. I think doing some convergence, divergence exercises along with uh, some of the nutritional things for cataracts, glutathione, vitamin C, the oculomed eye drop, um, 
maybe um, doing some kind of a cleanse or fast, eliminating sugar from your diet. These are the things you're going to need to do to create a change. All right, let's go to Maggie. She's writing about um, Saltzman's nodules, pterygiums. These are connective tissue issues on the sclera, connective tissue, collagen part of the eye, usually is associated with dryness, not getting enough collagen in your body. I would use the MSM 5% eye drops four to six times a day with the MSM mist, maybe four to six times a day and do some things to boost your collagen levels might be getting a hair mineral analysis and seeing what your trace minerals are what's going on in terms of the dryness in your body i'd have your thyroid checked um, sometimes thyroid disease can lead to these conditions the same with dry eyes with dry eyes this is a, a thyroid problem an adrenal problem so get, get an endocrine analysis to find out what's going on there. Uh, maybe a lack of vitamin A absorption. So it could be this fat-soluble situation. Um, you know, I think Ocusoft allergy wipes are, you know, Band-Aids. They're okay, but it's not really getting to the root cause. You know, again, if it, there's an immune system issue based on, on allergies, uh, you might boost your vitamin D3. And um, again, it's with dry eye, there's a lot of levels and layers to it. Again, it could be low fats and oils. It could be the two eyes aren't working together. Um, but there are some biochemical things that you could do to improve your vision. And so the last thing with Maggie is, I think she's also... Um, I don't know if it was Maggie or somebody else. Hmm. Yeah, uh, Maggie's talking about how the surgeries are painful. So again, the serapeptase digestive enzyme to reduce the, the um, uh, scar tissue would be very helpful. Um, so I want to talk about progressive lenses. I don't think they're a good setup because they split your vision into three parts. And this creates a confusion on where you put your peripheral vision. It also collapses your peripheral vision. So I would suggest getting a pair of glasses for distance and maybe a pair of glasses for the computer. So you're in a single vision mode because when you're in single vision, what's happening is that um, you're using more periphery and the bigger the window you look through the more vision you can use without stress in terms of a iridotomy procedure look if you have to have it done to bring the eye pressure down that's just the way it is um, you could certainly use the msm drops at this point i would do a lot of things proactively like maybe the coleus and the ginkgo and the bilberry and the omega-3s to protect the optic nerve because glaucoma really attacks the optic nerve and this cuts down the peripheral vision so doing some of my eye exercises i mean the things we did today would be very helpful but um, the thing is you don't want to go in and do repeating iridotomies because the more you do it 
the, uh, the more problems you're going to have. So if you've got to do it one time to bring the eye pressures down, that's fine. I would really seek out some cranial work and some acupuncture. You know, in my practice, what I have observed is that when a person has high pressures and I do an hour of craniosacral on them, I invariably see the pressures come down four to six millimeters just from that one hour session. Now, can they sustain it? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. So you have to create a momentum so that you can um, hold the, the, the more uh, openness that you feel from, um, from the cranial work. But uh, there are a lot of things that you can do on a regulation level to balance the pressures in your eyes. And again, I think this is very much an individual by individual situation. Things like heavy metals, things like toxicities, all of these things can affect the eye pressure. So you have to check it out. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from the Eye Clarity Podcast show today. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave a review. See you here next time.